Hey, Internet. Uh, you're not getting a fancy intro this week. I'm too tired for that. I'm going to level with the Internet. I've not been sleeping very well lately. I'm oversleeping like crazy. I don't know what's going on. Level with you is technically a pun. No, it's not. Because games. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me have this one. I thought you were going to say because it's a sound recording, so levels, but... Oh, that too. Anyway, tired. I've been sleeping very well for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm uh, not doing anything day to day. Here in Australia, it's finally started to get a little cold too, but the weather's also been really terrible. Yeah, I've been wearing a hoodie for the last couple of days. It's really nice. I can actually wear pants and exist out in, like, you know, the world for longer than two minutes without feeling like I'm about to shed them like a second skin. Then go for a walk in jeans and not need to have a shower when I come home. Yeah. It's fantastic. Why, it must be down to the mid-twenties. Which is, I guess, like the low 70s for us Fahrenheit people. Oh man, who cares about Fahrenheit? Oh, whatever. Nobody good uses Fahrenheit. Thanks. Honestly, the only reason I even know what some temperatures are in Celsius is because I will be sitting around and I'll be enjoying a certain temperature and then someone will comment that like, oh, this is, you know, this is 22 degrees. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess 22 degrees is a nice temperature. Yeah, two is free, zero is freezing, 100 is boiling, 20 to 30 is kind of normal. 100 is boiling and if it gets much hotter than 40, you feel like you're about to die. 40 is an unusually hot summer, 30 is kind of hot, 20 is kind of cold for here, mid-20s is nice. Maybe a little on one warm side. You'll be lucky taste. if you get below, like, 15 degrees in the dead of winter here. Well, you do overnight. Overnight it can get down to, like, two. Yeah, but no one's doing anything in the dead of night. Yeah, sleeping. Exactly. You don't have to, like, exist in that temperature, so it's, like, not relative. <sighs> Change of weather's nice. I mean, now that it's half a week till May, it's finally starting to get autumn weather. Yeah, and people say global warming isn't real. Ugh, the weather. Most people are fucking idiots. What have you been up to that you want to talk about? I've been doing a lot of uni work, which is potentially far too political to talk about on this podcast. It's not really political, it's just you bitching about teenagers you don't like. Well, it's true. Teenagers are like a part of the uni experience. You either are one, or you're dealing with them. Yes. I've literally covered everything, every single spectrum of age that could possibly go to uni. Teenagers and not teenagers. Yeah. 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 God, I, I, if I could actually look at myself when I was nineteen, I would just be like, "Don't be like them. Don't yeah. be a fuck." Yeah. I would. Yeah, going to fucking fats at four in the afternoon. I never went to fats at four in the afternoon. Thank you very much. Didn't you do? No, I didn't. Don't say didn't you dear like I ever like did. I did not. It was like six o'clock, I think. We were out of there before six o'clock. Maybe happy hour ended at six then? Yeah. I don't know. There was a happy hour involved. That's the only reason we went. Fats was a Fats is a bar in Brisbane called Fat Louis. It's a hole. It's a fucking dive. <laughs> it's a hole. It's gross. <laughs> There's pretty much never soap in the bathrooms. That's what kind of place it is. I always had to leave. To go to the bathroom, leave, and go to Gilhooly's downstairs next door. But they had cheap drinks. Yeah, they weren't good drinks, but they were very cheap. They were cheap. That, that was, was that was the reason you went there. Yeah, that was 
that was the that was the drinking crowd you were hanging out with at tertiary education. Yeah, well, I grew out of that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Thank God. Oh, fuck you too. When I went to uni, we used to at least drink beer. I Cheap hate beer. beer, but yeah, beer also isn't primarily like just there to get you shit faced. Tequila? No, I can't continue that sentence. Yeah, there's tequila <laughs> and vodka. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, 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 one of them was tequila, and then there was a totally different drink that was Which, vodka. Yeah, there was the tequila and there was the vodka. Yeah. Neither one of them were very good. No. There was a stage set up like they were ever going to have bands in there. I legitimately can't think of a single band that ever played at Fat Louie's. Oh, there might have been actually once that I vaguely remember. The sound setup was terrible. That's all I, I mean, remember. there's like one or two people. See, I'm going to say something good about them here. Check this out. There's maybe one or two people in my uni course that could potentially tell me what bands ever could have possibly played in Fat Louie's. But the problem is, is that I'm not interested in the music scene. Not good ones, I'd imagine. Probably not, no. It was one of those uh places that was always dark. Yeah, the lighting wasn't great. Yeah, they didn't want you to really be able to see anything going on in that place. Fair enough. Certainly didn't want you to be able to see the carpets or the walls. I feel like that's honestly the same concept behind the beat as well. Yeah, I don't like the beat either. The beat is a gay club in Brisbane. The beat? Was we fun went to the, when we I went, went there. We it went was good to, for the, like the age and the time that I had it. We went to the beat and there was no soap in the bathrooms. I think you can sense a theme with the shit that <laughs> complains about. If I can't wash my fucking hands after I go to the toilet, it's a bad club. Basic hygiene is important, especially in the beat. People, I'm not I think... casting aspersions because it's a gay bar. I'm saying like it's a place where you could go see people like definitely giving people hand jobs down their pants. At the edge of the dance floor. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a thing. I was just going to tell you that I'm pretty sure that, like, any time you walked into that bathroom, there was almost, like, a 90% chance that someone was having sex in one of the stalls. Nope. The only time I really remember going there, we left to go to the mana bar up the street. Ha! Huh. Uh, remember the mana bar? I'm pretty sure that's closed. Is it closed down now? I think it's still around. Really? I can't imagine it's doing well. The mana bar was a... It's like a cocktail bar that also video games. It was a good concept, but not a good execution. Yeah, it was much better. It was too small. Oh, it was way too small. Way too small. You had about five tables, maybe six tables in there. The I think they had like Smash Brothers set up and that Rascals game. Yeah. Because it was developed in Brisbane, so I guess they got pretty shit. I think there was a Guitar Hero or two set up. Yeah, there was always at least one. You could, I don't know how you played it, because you couldn't actually hear anything. It's true, you couldn't. It was one of those game. It was one of those places where I mean, Smash Brothers, which is four player games. That was probably the most people I could play in a game at one time. How often do you go out with only four people? True. There's always someone that's just kind of not getting to play. And it was a cocktail bar, so the drinks were all like you know, ten to twenty dollars. And I think it had very often the same crowd there every night. Not that that's really a thing that concerns me, but I know it was a thing. We kind of got the same. People and, you know, they were nerds going to a video game cocktail bar, so maybe they weren't the best. All I really remember is that there was this one drink that I liked called the Purple Tentacle, which is pretty good because it was essentially just an alcoholic grape slushy. But I think that, like, they must have changed the recipe for them or something because the last time I got one, it was fucking terrible. Or the whoever that was there just made it badly. Well, like, I'm pretty sure that everyone's kind of vaguely aware of, like, nerd drinks. 
Like, there was a mana potion, there was a health potion, there was... Green tentacle? Purple tentacle. Yeah, purple tentacle. Like, there was one that had to do with, I think, something that you eat in, like, Kirby, I think, or something, where you, like, breathe fire. Uh, yeah, there was, there was probably Final Fantasy ones and shit. Oh, there were definitely Final Fantasy ones, because I think I still have no idea what they are. I'm not a cocktail bar guy, and... Again, that place wasn't lit gray. It was too... Oh, God, we went to we went to trivia there one time. We won, but my ears were bleeding. Yeah, we had to leave early, because uh, Karina's ears started bleeding. The sound setup was atrocious. Like, I'm... I have, sound, like, hearing damage in both of my ears. We won that fane that is in the living room. It's true, we did. And, uh, like, my hearing damage is through no fault but my own, but it is something that I have to cope with for the rest of my life. Plus, it was in the... Valley, and I don't really like going to the valley. Honestly, I feel like even though I have hearing damage, if my ears actually start bleeding, it's probably too loud. Yeah. We don't go to that bar anymore, is what we're saying. <laughs> we don't go to any what am I saying? We don't go to any bars. I can't afford to go to a bar. Yeah, most I will buy a six pack for home. I buy like a bottle of sangria and it takes me like a month to drink it. <laughs> it's true. Mm. Or a bottle of wine that lives in the fridge for so long that you just start drinking it. The last time I had a drink out anywhere, it was probably my birthday when we had that beer down the RSL with dinner because it was free. We got that free pot. Oh, yeah, and I got, like, that roast. Yeah, it was bad for RSL food. And I got, like, some jello and a little piece of cake. Like, uh, it wasn't bad for what I paid. I think it was, like, what, like, 15 bucks or something? If you're not an Australian listener, I don't know what the equivalent of an RSL is for you. Um, Do they have, like, RSLs? Not, uh, like, uh, I think the closest that you'd probably get would be, like, a little, like, community, and it's a, it would be, like, a community thing, like, it wouldn't really be something like an RSL that's, like, made kind of specifically for, like, it's for veterans, isn't it? Yeah, it's a retired service league. Yeah, like, other than on a military base, like, physically on a military base... Where there are kind of places like that. I don't think there's anywhere kind of in the general public that's kind of really an equivalent. Well, looks like some country looks after their veterans better. Yeah. I assume. I, ass I don't know. Veterans can probably still go to these places on base, or there's probably something nearby. I, like, I was young. I was 15 when I moved from America. How the fuck was I supposed to know where the bars were? Well, RSLs aren't really bars. They're restaurants as much as bars. Yeah, well, either way, how the fuck was I supposed to know? I don't actually know what they do. I assume they do some sort of fundraising for retired service members, but I don't actually know the mechanics of it. They also have a lot of pokies, generally, these days. Yeah. It's everywhere does. I think I remember hearing somewhere, apparently, that um bands for RSL have kind of diminished in the face of pokies. Did you hear that in that shitty movie we watched? Which one? about that Australian band. There was Eric Banner, and he had that girlfriend, and then he was cheating on her with that other girl, except then it didn't exist. turned out she wasn't real, and he was just kind of fucking a wall. No. Remember what that? are you talking about? There's that band, and you never got to hear them play, and then they had their big break, like, playing at the big day out, and it turned out they actually sucked. What are you talking about? Some Australian movie we watched. I don't remember this at all. I have it on DVD. It was one of those DVDs I acquired when, like, you know, someone moved overseas and they were giving all the stuff away. Do you remember what it was called? I have no idea what you're talking about. It was Garage Days? I don't... Give me a minute. I'll go uh, look. I'm so confused. I certainly don't remember anyone fucking a wall. Did I actually watch this? Did you watch this without me? No, I watched it with you. Because neither one of us liked it that much. 
Okay. It's a pretty mediocre Australian movie. She's looking at the DVD case now. Still don't remember this. Eh. Um, I don't know. They were probably about to hide at someone's parents' house. Is this needlessly punk-looking chick on the cover the, the make-believe one? No. Is she real? The make-believe one was some sort of goth-looking chick. I remember literally nothing about this movie, which, if I didn't like it, I guess is a godsend. I wish I could do that to my brain like I did with Birdemic. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I very rarely ever watch Australian movies. For pretty much that reason. Uh, because that Australia doesn't have the money, the attention, or the marketing skills to really compete with anything that's a big blockbuster movie as well. They're just never very good. They really aren't. You're in the comedies. And like, I'll tell you what, we can make, we got decent stand-up comedians. Yeah. But that never seems to translate to making a good fucking comedy movie. No. I mean, I like Tripod. Yeah, they didn't make a movie, did they? No. Yeah. I mean, what was the last good Australian movie? The Castle? It was probably The Castle. And even that, The Castle's... Yeah, it's okay. I honestly could not tell you a single Australian-made movie. The Castle? Oh, Happy Feet, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess that wasn't bad. Yeah, it's Australian-made. wasn't the, you know, best animal about, you know, talking animals I've ever seen. Oh, it's got a good soundtrack. It's got that weird third-act twist. Yeah... It it ends with, you know, a massive dance number, though, and can you really ask for more? You know how I know it's Australian? Because it's at the front of every fucking DVD about piracy. Yeah, it's true. It's like, don't ruin the Australian film industry with piracy, mate. And it's always that poster of Happy Feet getting burnt. It's either that one or it's that one about the... The toilet cleaner or whatever he is. Yeah, whatever that movie's about, I don't know. It's about a toilet cleaner. Okay. That's, yep, that's Australian comedy. Because, uh, I'm going to be honest, in those piracy ads, I can literally only remember those two movies. Um, Tomorrow When the War Began was probably Australian-made. Movie. Never saw it. You saw the movie? Did I? You told me you did. Tomorrow When the War Began. Maybe I watched the beginning of it, because I don't remember anything about it. I was like, do you know Tomorrow When the War Began? And you were like, yeah, I saw the movie. Maybe it's the same thing as with that other Garage Days or whatever. Like, I've, I've just I, legitimately forgotten everything about I it. I asked you about it, and you said, yes, I have seen it. I remember parts about it for some reason, but I honestly couldn't tell you the plot. Well... Do they get superpowers? Like, what happens? Okay, A, we watched the first episode <laughs> of the new TV adaptation on Saturday. Okay, and all that happens in that was that there was one dude who looked like he was 25... And they all went camping, and then they came home, and people were in fences. That's kind of what happened. Yeah, that's the plot. It's like they graduate year 12. I think it's year 12. So they go, like, you know, away out in the bush camping for a week, and they come back, and the country got invaded while they were out. And then they kind of become, like, guerrilla fighters. I don't know what happens after the first book. I've only seen the first movie, and I've read the books. But, like, then it's about these, you know, teenagers helping fight in this war okay you told me you saw the movie i know that generic asian country invades them that's literally it yeah i think in the books it's unspecified but north korea look if we're gonna get invaded by anyone it's gonna be north korea <laughs> yeah I guess, I guess, I mean, it could be china i guess but i, mean, I don't know north korea is pretty little north korea seems yeah but they're the most they seem the most likely to try it yeah they would you know, they keep shooting nukes wherever, in the ocean, testing them or saying they're going to test them or something. Like, it's not going to be Japan. 
I think Japan makes too much money off of us. I have a feeling Japan doesn't have an army, although I'm not sure if that's right. Maybe they started getting one again? I couldn't tell you. I know it was one of those World War II things where part of the reparations was they weren't allowed to have an army. They were only allowed to have a defense force or something. Like a self-defense force. Well, I mean, World War II was batshit. Yeah. Losers generally get pretty bad reparations. Germany. Probably not as bad as World War One. Germany. I mean, from my understanding, we wouldn't have had a World War Two if the reparations for World War One weren't so bad. Germany. Well, that's why Germany was crushingly poor because they got fucked over for the reparations for World War One. Yeah. But from what I understand, World War One was caused by a cluster of fucking political treaties. Yeah, basically. Those fucking those rebels shot that archduke, and then everybody, everyone who was an ally of everyone else, had to be getting involved, and then that escalated. And then Germany ended up in crippling debt. Yep, as punishment. I literally only know that because I had family who was living in Germany at the time. Oh, they were part of the wheelbarrow wallpaper people? Well, the people who had to take, like, a wheelbarrow of money to the baker. Yep. Yeah. People used to, like, wallpaper their houses with money. I guess. Because the wallpaper was more expensive than the money. I guess. Yeah. That's news to me, but it seems right. Yeah. Like, the money was worth less than the paper it was printed on. Yeah. That was just because of paying back, like, France or something? Yeah, I think it was largely France that was like, no, fuck you, you have to give us millions of francs or whatever, Deutschmarks. Yeah, this is one of those things where I clearly don't understand enough about economics to really get how and why it happened. I don't have a great grasp of military history. No. I have enough of a grasp to realize what went wrong, and that's kind of it. Been watching Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah, second season isn't enthralling me. Yeah, we're like maybe five or six episodes in. It's, uh, I mean, it's getting better than those first three seasons episodes, but it's still pretty, eh. I think my main issue with it, other than like the kind of iffy race stuff, is that like Kimmy was always kind of naive, but never a kind of at least outright stupid. Yeah, she's getting a lot stupider. Yeah. And it doesn't help that, I can't remember her name, Jenna Maroney is getting increasingly stupider too. Uh, Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline. I, she's the exact character as Jenna Maroney, basically. Yeah. Jenna Maroney was on TV on 30 Rock. Jacqueline is married to a rich guy. No, she's not. Not anymore. Otherwise, they're the same, you know, blonde woman who gets by on her looks and she cares about fancy things. It doesn't understand what the poor people do, and, uh, poor people, commoners. It's the same character. She doesn't really seem to have any growth. So I'm not super into Lillian as a character. Certainly not as a character with as much screen time as she's getting. Yeah, she... I feel like she's getting a lot more screen time since season one, and I don't really care for that. Like, she was kind of more of a gag character, I think, in season one. Yeah, she still kind of is. Like, the plot revolves too much around her. Now. I guess I meant to care that she's sad that they're going to tear down the restaurant where she met her husband, but I mean... I also kind of disagree with the concept of not letting neighborhoods improve. Well, eh, gentrification is iffy. Well, but that, that aside, making a neighborhood better, like ignoring the whole thing about hipsters and gentrification and blah blah blah, like improving, you know, actual living conditions 
like getting rid of asbestos and lice and termites. Like those are all things where I'm just like, Lillian, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, gentrification is bad. I get why it's bad, but the neighborhood they're in is so cartoonishly bad. It would be, it would be a health hazard. Pretty much everyone that owns those buildings should be getting the shit suit out of them. People's lives are in danger. This is places where they're like, you know, asbestos dust piling up on the carpet every day. It's too shitty to be... Why would you want to defend that? Yeah, especially since them living in, like, a really shitty... I don't even know if you could technically call it an apartment. It's like a basement. Yeah. Like, I know that's part of the joke, but... Like, that whole thing with the silverfish, I just kind of... It wasn't like the Simpsons rake thing. Saying it more than once got tedious. The Simpsons raking is a masterpiece of comedy timing. Yeah. It's funny because they know exactly how long to do it. But yeah, this show has... I I don't know what it is. I just don't find a lot of the jokes funny. It doesn't help that a lot of the time they seem to just be making pop culture references to shit. And I have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Is it because I don't live in New York? Is it because I don't fucking watch whatever TV shows Tina Fey does? I don't know. They're kind of making the characters... I guess other than Titus, but even Titus is still on the iffy scale for me. And he's getting... He's got, like, the start of a character growth arc, but we'll see if it actually takes. Otherwise, if this season doesn't improve, like, I'm not watching season three. Yeah. Fuck that. I could be watching... Rebels! Well, wait, we gotta wait for that to come out on DVD. I know, but that's something that, like, I'm actually legitimately excited for, is Rebels. I'm excited that I still haven't managed to have the end of Season 2 spoiled for me, so that's nice. Rebels! Yeah. Oh, God, I watched an episode of Clone Wars today. That was a mistake. Yeah, I've been listening to campaign podcasts and <laughs> thinking about Star Wars, so I was like, eh, I'll give it another shot! Ah, fuck, the episode's about Padme trying to get a law passed. I mean, they could make that interesting, but they just don't. I watched The West Wing. I know politics can be interesting, but I don't. You know what I realized today watching Clone Wars? I fucking hate about it. It's that... That Jar Jar's in it? It's that all the characters talk like this. Super slowly? Anakin, we need to take that hill from the battle droids. We need to get this episode to 30 minutes, Anakin. <laughs> Swear to God, that's what it feels like. Yeah. The only good things about Clone Wars was Ahsoka, who's not in enough of the episodes. It's true. And she has the huge problem of... And the clones! She's not in the fucking movies, so, I mean, where's that character arc going? She's being... either going to get murdered or have to disappear for some reason. And I know that ultimately the answer was that she does disappear for some reason, but then I guess she comes back in Rebels. Then my big question is, why the fuck isn't Star Wars about her fighting Vader? It's true. Vader's ex-apprentice showing up should be the most, like, that should be a key narrative plot point of the original Star Wars trilogy. It's also a character that they made up. Yeah, but, like, it's so obvious she was made up after the fact because she doesn't fucking fit in. But I like her. Yeah, but she doesn't goddamn fit with Star Wars. You have to do this weird writing around her to explain why the fuck isn't she helping, you know... Why the hell isn't she flying a plane to blow up the Death Star? She's a pilot, but she's a Jedi. Murdered? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess she's going to get murdered at the end of Season 2. I guess. That doesn't count as a spoiler, because I'm guessing. I don't actually know. Oh, yeah, and I like the clones. 
clones are great. Clone episodes are good because um episodes where it was literally nothing but clones doing their own shit were kind of the best episodes. Because the clones aren't in the movie, so they might die. Yeah, it's like you actually get dramatic tension when it comes to like any character that doesn't doesn't show up in any of the movies. Look, like I know when you watch Batman cartoons, you know Batman's not gonna die. But there's at least the illusion that he could. They at least pretend like he could. In Clone Wars, it's like, oh no, our Luke and our Anakin. Luke. Are <laughs> Anakin and Obi Wan gonna get killed by Count Dooku? No, because they're all in a fucking movie together. Yep. They all have to show up and do dramatic Grandma It's Me Anastasia disrobings on the, on the, like, bridge of some fucking random ass ship. Oh, look, this episode's about Anakin, Obi-Wan, and a Jedi I've never seen before going on a mission. Oh, wait, no, also... I wonder who's not getting out alive! Okay, no, wait, another great thing that came... I'm pretty sure he's from Clone Wars. Cad Bane. Yeah, he's cool. He's fucking cool. Again, I think he's just kind of kicking around in Rebels, maybe. He's just some random dickhead bounty hunter. Okay, they don't have to address him, but, like, what about Asajj Ventress? Oh, also that pirate, he's pretty good. Yeah, the ba- yeah, the bounty hunter and the pirate are cool. Because they're just minor characters, they can go away. Yeah, but well, like, I don't know if Cad Bane is that to- minor, but well, I'm he's just definitely saying, not a major character. He isn't a character that would need to be in the original trilogy. No. But like, what, what the fuck happened to Asajj Ventress? She seems kind of important. Eh, she buggers off. What the fuck happened to Darth Maul? Like, he doesn't die at the end of Clone Wars, I know that. He just run around during the original trilogy doing shit with his robot legs. Wait, what? Yeah, what actually is Darth Maul's plotline? I'm confused. Well, uh, I only saw, I only watched the first episode where he turned up because I was told it was good and it was like it's better than some of the shittier episodes. Uh, they were to some garbage planet. He has like spider legs. And Darth Vader's there. Wait, how the fuck did he survive getting the lower half of his body cut off? That's a good question. I mean, a lightsaber would have cauterized it, but he still but you still missing are missing essential like, organs. A bunch of like, yeah, like your intestines and also, like potentially fell. your kidneys. Also, he fell pretty far. I guess he used the force. <sighs> anyway, he's like on some garbage planet, and he's all crazy, and he's got like robot body, robot spider body. Yeah. And then I don't know his stupid brother finds him, and then I guess he savage gets- oppress. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and then he gets, uh, then they team up, and I guess Darth Maul starts being crazy. And then I watched one episode after that, and it was like, oh, they're just gonna be another couple of bad guys that can't a- ever actually beat Anakin or Obi-Wan. I don't care. And I guess they're just kicking around in the fucking original trilogy. I don't know. Unless they, what, are they both gonna get killed off in Rebels? Because otherwise, like, they're fucking, did, did Darth Maul show up on Tatooine to fight Obi-Wan? <laughs> with his robot legs? I think... Uh, is there, I, I is actually there, kind of do know what happens, and I'm trying not to spoil it. Is there it. a deleted scene where, like, the second, just after Luke and Obi-Wan, like, fly away on the Falcon from Mos Eisley, like, Darth Maul runs in on his robot like he's like, ah, shit, I missed him. God damn it. <laughs> then everyone would probably judge him because, like, dude, what the fuck? Why do you have robot kangaroo legs? They're not even kangaroo legs, aren't they? They're like spider legs. No, no, he has like a tripod. No, from the waist down, oh, no, he's wait, got like no, a big yeah. spider body when they first find him. Because he then gets they get... like weird, like backwards legs. Yeah, he's got a robot spider body when he's on that trash planet, and then his brother, I guess, gets him some robot kangaroo legs. Uh, yeah, I guess. I no. guess that's an improvement. Why wouldn't you give him Zabrak legs? Why wouldn't you let him keep the sweet spider body? Zabrak legs. Yeah. 
Just saying. Well, I mean, they're just people legs. There Again, how is he them. functioning without like the lower part of his body? Yeah. How does how, how does he fuck? how does he shit? How did he get into that robot thing? Did he fall down that trash that hole, land in a trash compactor, get put on a trash ship that goes to the trash planet, got dumped out, found half a robot spider body, and welded himself to it? Again, how like can he even eat? Like, does he just like? Draw sustenance from the force? Like, how does he function? I'm willing to concede that he's probably got robot digestive bits in his robot body. But how How would you possibly be able to compensate for that? How did he survive long enough to get into the robot body? Why would a robot body even have, like, all of the necessary equipment to sustain the lower half of a Zabrak body? <laughs> Look, the robot spider legs off more raises a lot of questions. I don't think the show's prepared to answer. Mostly, how the fuck is he alive? Oh, although on Twitter, I've, I've, I, I apparently I got what doesn't seem to be an answer at all to our most pressing question about rebels, which is what the fuck are all those pens? <laughs> That's true. What the fuck is with all the random fucking pens Every, in Imperial uniforms? Imperial officers all seem to have breast pockets with these pens in them. Like if you look at the original trilogy, they all have like at least one or two, right? And they're all like little pens. They look like big thick sharpies. And like Tarkin has like the Four. like pen trifecta. It's got two right? on each side. And then I'm pretty sure in the Force Awakens, like on... their pen game is stepped up by like ten. I I asked um the guy who hosts the Never Tell Me the Pods Star Wars podcast. He said that they're rank cylinders. Which makes no fucking sense. Okay, my question is then, why do they still have... Because they still have those, like, military badges. Yeah, they do. I don't really understand what those are, like, in the Air Force, where they have a bunch of colored squares. Why do they have so many jumbo pens? But, like, why do they... But why does Han have three pens in The Force Awakens? It's true, he's, he's not... He's why not are an we, officer? Why are we calling them pens? Because they look like fucking pens. They look like... They're not even, like, normal pens. They're, like... You know those pens... That have like big sharpies. That have like ten little like nubs of different color for you to choose from. They're like that big. Yeah, they're huge, thick things. That's what she said. I mean, like, why would Han have them at their rank cylinders? I can only assume he killed three officers and took their pens. Either that, or he killed someone who was like the same level as Tarkin and only took three of them. No, no, Tarkin's got four. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I mean. He would have killed him and then not like, taken one of the pens. Are, I guess. Are they like that Wookiee braid that Boba Fett has? Are they his blood trophies? I don't know. What's Honestly, the- everything about Boba-, Boba Fett was just arbitrary. Let's see what kind of costume we can throw together That's that a- looks cool. I gotta assume Boba Fett has that Wookiee hair braid because he uh, found it in the street. Maybe he bought it. I like to keep with the headcanon that Boba Fett's actually a uh, massive incompetent boob. And he just like... <laughs> he's Ned Flanders. He's just... looks. He's Ned Flanders under there and he basically <laughs> like... Like, Inspector Clouseau'd his way into being top bounty hunter in the galaxy. See, here's the thing. I'm actually, like, a massive Mandalorian fan. Like, I actively roleplay one, and I've immersed myself in the lore and everything. But I'm still down with the idea of, like, Boba Fett just being, like, a total, like, bumbling, like, what the hell am I- like, a rinse wind, essentially, (laughs) of Star Wars. Why you gotta mention Mandalorian lore on this show? Because, unfortunately, it's something that I'm into. Yeah. I don't... Hey, I acknowledge full-heartedly that a lot of it is garbage. Their stupid fake hawker that they do. Because the actor was in New Zealand. Yeah, because the actor was Maori, so now they all gotta do the hawker. Oh, it's because Star Wars loves homogeny. Yeah. 
I mean, if an alien does, that's why all Rodians are uh, bounty hunters and greedy, and all Wookies have bowcasters. Yep. And all and twi- all Twi'leks are s- sex slaves. The uh, strippers. That's the word I'm looking for. Unless they're men, in which case they're all major domos. In Rome. which case they're all creepy dudes with sharp teeth. And all Bothans are spies. Jabba knows something, something. Even though you never see a Bothan in the movies, all Bothans must be spies. And all of your Bothans must die. Wouldn't it have been weird if, if, if someone else in the EU had, like, been like, oh, I think Bothan is a rebel term for spy. That would have been weird, <laughs> that's just, yeah. That's just, their rank of, that's just their rank of spy, their Bothan class. Sure. Hey, it makes, it's as much likely as fucking furry, horse-faced make-out people. Ew, they don't what? make it. Okay, I think there's like one boffin that dates Wedge or something, and it's like, uh, what's he kissing that weird furry horse mouth? I don't know. They're aliens. They make it work with their horse lips. By by aliens, I mean that both of them are aliens because they're aliens to each other. Wedge is human. He's still an alien why, to the boffin. Why is the furry horse face trying to put its lips on those like hairless, flat human face? I don't know. Maybe they don't kiss. I don't get interspecies stuff in Star Wars. Maybe they don't kiss and they're just all hands. I don't get that Twi'leks have human-compatible vaginas and reproductive systems. And we know they do! They don't even have hair, do they? Like, Twi'leks don't have any hair whatsoever. They might have eyebrows, I'm Are they sure. meant to be mammalian? Like, how do they generate... Well... Like, hair is supposed to be a body heat thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah? Well... We know that that fucking clone had half Twi'lek, half human babies. Yeah. By which I mean Twi'leks with random splotches of human Caucasian skin color. Yeah, it was a little weird. Well, not Caucasian. Clones aren't Caucasian. They're Malin. Yeah. Like, half Caucasian, which, like, fuck, I say Caucasian again. Half <laughs> Twi'lek, half Maori. Maori splotches? I don't know. I would have gone a much different way with that design, personally. Why do Twi'leks have compatible vaginas? Why does everyone in the show consist on calling them Twi'leks? Yeah. I... Twi'leks. I've always said Twi'lek. I can't. I can't. Twi'leks. I can't. Twi'leks. I can't accept Twi'lek, just personally. It's just, like, I play fucking Tor, and I still can't accept it. Yeah, I've played, like, what, an hour or two of that Jedi Knight class, and it's like, oh, we need to go, I'm... I'm a member of the Twi'lek researchers. Like, ugh. Yeah. Gah, gross. I don't like the way you're saying the word. Yeah, good thing you didn't play the rest of the game. You wouldn't have lasted. I, I got as far as the Flesh Raiders and was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> what the fuck even are these? Uh, no, no one gives a shit about Flesh Raiders. Just weird lumpy monsters, generically. Yeah. I gotta get immersed in the Star Wars roleplay game. Oh, there's like three Flesh Raiders standing two meters away from the Jedi Temple, just randomly shooting at them, while three Jedi stand there throwing rocks back at them. Sometimes one of the Flesh Raiders dies, and another one pops out of the ground to replace it. <laughs> what an immersive world. Meanwhile, there's like 20 Jedi running around moonwalking, jumping randomly. He also realizes that uh, I spend a lot of my time playing this game, too. It's almost all of your time. Not all of it. It is so much of it. And the time you're not playing it, you're drawing OC fan art for it. Yeah. 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 So, it's my time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You're pretty cold over there. I'm really cold. 
probably because you're not wearing any pants. Go with. Go with. <laughs> Are you going to say go with? I don't know what I was going to say. I'm too cold to think. A whiz on you to keep you warm? No. What if this was a survival no. situation? I'd rather freeze. Well, that's, I'll keep Fuck that in off. mind. What if a jellyfish stung you? Who cares? That's a thing, isn't it? Aren't you meant to pee on jellyfish bites? Probably not. Stings? They're not bites or stings. I don't, probably not, no. I don't know. The chemicals in the urine might neutralize the jellyfish venom. Yeah, well, you know thing. what? As soon as we finish with this, I'm going to Google that just to prove you wrong. Oh, if we actually did proper show notes, I'd be sure to include a link in the show notes. <laughs> jellyfish pee. Not jellyfish pee. Jellyfish just pee in the ocean, I guess. They probably I mean, don't what, even have bladder. What did jellyfish eat? Algae? Uh, Fish? I know that their butts and their mouths are the same hole. Okay. They just have one orifice and they suck shit in and they kind of blush it out. <laughs> it's true. How would you describe what it, what it is that they do to expel whatever it is they expel? <laughs> are we done? What's we done? Yeah, we're done. Alright. That was the end of this episode. Questers, your new quest is to pee on a jellyfish sting and find out if that makes it better or worse. Oh my god. I need you to pee on 20 bear asses. Well, adventurers, if you enjoyed that batch of nonsense, you can find more episodes of Mandatory Side Quest on iTunes or on our website, knightsofpodcast.com. Our show music this week was One Ring by Brandon Strader from ocremix.com. Now, for the important information, we looked it up, and you should not, I repeat, not pee on jellyfish things. It turns out that that is a fake lie that everybody knows because it was in an episode of Friends or something. I don't know. I didn't watch Friends. I don't know about your Chandlers and your other ones that aren't Chandler. Rebecca, maybe? There's a Rebecca, right? Yeah, probably. We out.